Hello, my beautiful fibromyalgia community. My name is Amanda Love, and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibromyalgia. As I know your plight of not finding answers, the answers you so desperately seek. I personally was diagnosed with it crazy over 10 years ago, and that is why it's my mission to work with 156 people with fibromyalgia this year to get back to enjoying your life again through lifestyle changes, supplements, food choices, and mindset. I hope you want that also. Now let's talk about today's topic, which is reach your goals faster with accountability. Hopefully, we have all set our goals for the year, and you have listened to episode 44 and episode 45. If not, that is totally fine. Today's topic is reach your goals with accountability. Have you ever thought of someone to hold you accountable to your goals? This is definitely something that can be overlooked as we all set our goals, but it's definitely something you should have for whatever goal you have. We all have to take accountability and be responsible for ourselves if we want to see our mistakes and improve ourselves. The reason is important is because when you refuse to be held responsible for your actions or decisions, you give away your power to improve things. You should not try to shift the blame because you understand that in shifting the blame, you also shift the ability to fix things. If you don't take accountability, you lose the power to make things right. If everything is someone else's fault, then you are helpless. Part of why accountability is important is because it means you take ownership and doing so you control your outcomes, good or bad. Then you can make plans to keep improving. So you should have set your one big goal for the year, which would help your smaller girls. The problem most people do is set goals, but few of us declare them in a way that sets us up for success. I was recently I recently asked the question on Facebook, what do you want to improve on with your fibromyalgia in 2021? A lot of you said exercise, which I was totally surprised about. Because exercise is not my main focus when I work with clients with fibromyalgia in the beginning. Unless it's something the client wants to work on. Now, I want you to think of having someone who could keep you accountable to that goal of working out or whatever goal you have set this year. Think of this. Your alarm goes off at 8.20. It's your intention to go to your friend's house and do a walk together. But if you're listening to this episode when it comes out in January and you live where it's winter, it is dark and it's cold and it's definitely not motivating. And I totally can relate to this because it is, doesn't get light till like 7.40 in northern Arizona and the only reason I actually go for a walk in the winter and that motivates me, if you guys don't know, is because I have two Westie Terriers that insist on going on a walk. Your bed is totally warm and cozy. I can relate to that. Now think about these two situations. Are you more likely to actually make it to your workout? Number one, you have to meet your friend at her house at 9 a.m. Two, no one knows your goal, so you go back to sleep. You, of course, 
Choose number one because someone is holding you accountable to your actions. When it comes to goal setting, accountability means being held responsible for the achievements of your goal. Studies have shown that when you share your goals with others, you are twice as likely to achieve them if you keep the goals to yourself. There's several ways that you could do this, but number six is the most important. Number one, remove the blame. We all have setbacks when you're striving toward a healthy goal. Two, take responsibility for your health. You know what's going on with your daily health. Three, track your health in a journal. This includes every health professional, their name, the date you visited, the reasons why you visit them. They put you on medications or took you off. This also means supplements and if there was any lifestyle or food changes that have happened, you should write those also down. Four, tell a friend. Five, join an accountability group. Six, hire a nutritionist. I'm going to talk about number six in more detail. Hire a nutritionist. As nutritionists, we are educators in wellness and prevention. My training focused on the connections between a client's symptoms and the body systems, such as immune and respiratory systems, which are affecting their, their health. The focus was also on whole foods, quality food production processes, natural supplements, healthy lifestyle practices, and the connections between the body, mind, and spirit. My also trained to recognize food intolerances and allergies, blood sugar functions, and multiple causes of inflammation, which are the source of many conditions. Ultimately, we assess our clients' health through one-on-one -on -one consultations and focus questionnaires, and then provide health and lifestyle recommendations that are tailored to the individual's needs. Holistic nutritional consultants create individual meal plans and recipes for their clients, teach them to decode food labels to help them make optimal food choices, and provide them with food shopping advice and information. Some also provide cooking and food preparation lessons, and they assess their clients' stress, exercise, alcohol consumption, sleep, relaxation, and overall lifestyle practices along with other factors and monitor their clients' progress toward their individual health goals. Most importantly, CSNN graduates encourage self-responsibility for empowering clients through personalized education and information. And as a registered holistic nutritionist, I not only give you the recommendations to help you, but I also support you in following the recommendations that I give. For example, your doctor might tell you that he wants you to have a better balanced diet, but gives you no information or individualized plan to do this. Many people think they already eat healthy, but do not know the complexity of eating well. One person recently said, I had fibromyalgia for 25 years, and I just found out it was my diet all along. I believe that usually a person's diet plays a major role in fighting FMS, but I would go a step further and say that the right supplements are crucial to include in the battle, along with lifestyle choices. 
My goal in this calling is to reduce your suffering and add renewed joy and vigor to your life. I have done the research and so you don't have to. I will give you the plan and then you have to take action to reach your health goals. I focus on mindset, accountability, food choices, and supplements because you are an individual and your body works different from someone else. I'm going to tell you a little a little something about me. I didn't know I would have a niece when I was first diagnosed with fibromyalgia at the 20 at the age of 20 years old over 10 years ago. I just knew I had to get better for myself and my family. I got to play and run around and push her in a toy car last month as she has now just turned 18 months. I don't have to worry about the pain and not having the energy or stamina or worry about picking her up. What would that mean for you if you didn't have the pain, the fatigue, the sleep issues or more? Can you play with your children or your grandchildren? Or is this something else you are missing out in life? Your next step after this episode is schedule a free 30-minute phone call for this week so we can discuss your fibromyalgia journey, what your needs and challenges are, and we will also talk about your next steps with getting well. You could go to my website, amandaleaselove.com, and you could schedule it. It will also be in the show notes. And your health is more in your hands than you think. And don't forget to come back on Sunday for a new episode. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week.